today as we celebrate our independence, uh, we recognize and we remind ourselves of our history as it had existed and not as it is being rewritten in our modern day. This country, my dear brothers and sisters, was founded on a belief in God. God is primarily a foundational aspect of our founding fathers. To try to eradicate this country's belief in God is ridiculous. Now that does not mean you can't be an atheist, you can't be an agnostic, you can be anything you want to be in the United States of America. But to deny the fact that this country was founded on religious principles is baloney. It's rewriting history. Our founding fathers desired and understood the importance of God in their everyday life. Now you can look back at history and you can see, just like all human beings, we did not and they did not always live up to their ideals of religious truth. But that does not take away the fact that they believed in God. They founded this nation on God. They understood the importance of a belief in God. Whatever God you want to believe in. And so the separation of church and state, which is paramount, which is powdered all over the place these days, has nothing to do with a divorce of religion from society. The separation of church and state dictates that as a country, we would not endorse one particular religion. That's what they were fleeing from. And the, the Huguenots were fleeing. They were fleeing from France, which was a monarchy with a one-set religion. And if you did not belong to that religion, you were persecuted. And so that is what they were escaping. That is what they founded America on, the fact that all religions would be welcome in this country, but not to the degree that no religion or no belief in God would be a part of our country. And that is something that we have lost sight of. That is something that we have to restore. That is something if we want to progress, we have to fully embrace. But also, when much has been given, much is expected. If you compare the United States to any other country in the world, we are truly blessed. We are a wealthy country compared to other nations. And so therefore, we have an obligation to support and to help other nations, other people, the less fortunate. We were not and we cannot be isolationists, which is another push in our go in, in political par uh, talk these days. We cannot be an isolationist because we must share the wealth that God has given to us. Now we can look back and say, well, that's not fair. But you know, when God grants you and I personal wealth, that personal wealth is to be shared and not hoarded away by us. Yes, we know that sin of greed. That doesn't just affect us personally, but even affects us as a nation. And so, my dear friends, as a hallmark of godly principles what this country was founded on, the dignity of the human person is paramount. The dignity of each and every individual is a paramount part of our nation's founding. And so therefore, you and I have to look at the world in which we live in, we have to look at this country which is so blessed and see, how is it that you and I fail to acknowledge 
the dignity of every human person. There is a lot going on in our country today. And for us to say that racism doesn't exist in our country is a lie. Racism does exist. And so therefore, you and I as Catholic people must do our best to overcome that racist understanding, to look at individuals in the image and likeness of God, in the dignity which they possess, regardless of how they behave. Ah, there's the clincher. There's the clincher. Because we, do not, we have to look at the individual first and then their behavior. That doesn't mean because I accept their dignity, I respect their dignity, that I say they have a full card to do whatever they want to do. No, that is, not what, that is not what it means to respect the dignity of the human person. But it is to recognize that the dignity of the human person is paramount, and then therefore once we recognize who they are and our love for them, then we can work on their behavior. But if I, am not, if I am not motivated by love for the individual, then anything I try to do to talk about behavior is meaningless. Because it is not seen as something done out of love. And so therefore, much has been given, much is expected. You and I as Catholics have the fullness of the deposit of faith. We possess the word and the sacraments. And so therefore, you and I, like it or not, are held to a higher standard. So we cannot compare ourselves to other religions and what they're doing. We have to look at ourselves and what we possess with, through, and in Jesus Christ. And we have to recognize in this current challenge that we have, and this is where, this is where the death threats come to me, however, all lives matter, but if any life doesn't matter, then no lives matter. So, you know, we have this Black Lives Matter. Yes, Black Lives Matter. However, that group, that organization, not one Catholic Christian can be a part of it. Not any, any, not any human being should be a part of it. Because Black Lives Matters endorses the group, not the statement. And this is where we have to distinguish. It's not the statement, it's the group, it's the organization. They are anti-family. They are pro-homosexual pro, uh, uh, realities in our country. They are, they are against family life. They are pro-abortion. These are all things that we cannot endorse and accept, and so therefore we cannot join or be part of that. That does not mean because we can't be part of Black Lives Matter that we don't recognize that lives matter. And as I say over and over again until I'm blue in the face, and I will continue to say over and again until I'm blue in the face, against all those people who are telling me to shut up. It takes a lot to shut up a New Yorker. Just look at, just look at our president. However, until the lives in the womb truly matter, until the most precious and innocent life matters in our country. No life matters. This whole push about Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, whatever lives you want to say, if it doesn't matter in the womb, it doesn't matter anywhere. 
And if we cannot support and protect the dignity of the human person in the womb, as a nation and as a country, so help us God. We deserve whatever befalls us. We deserve whatever befalls us because we cannot, say, we cannot help and protect the most innocent of human life, the most voiceless of human life. So my dear friends, this is a day of great rejoicing as a country, as a nation that blessed, was blessed by God, but it's also a day in which we, you and I must be reminded of the fact that we must do our part in praying for this country, in working in our country, to promote and protect all life, starting especially with the life in the womb. And for too long, you and I as Catholics have sat back and have done nothing to promote the sanctity and dignity of human life from the first moment of conception until natural death. Until that life matters, then, my dear friends, sadly, no life is going to matter. And we see this more and more in our culture today. So my dear friends, let us thank God for giving us the privilege for living in this great country, for living in this country which is truly blessed by God, because it was founded on godly principles. But let us be mindful too that as we move further and further away of the foundational principles of our country, that this country will change. This country will not be the same. And so you and I must look to what our history gives us, take what is good and move forward with it, look at what is bad and correct it, and strive to the best of our ability to live in this country as faith-filled, patriotic, Catholic Christians. God bless you.